The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg, and yes, reality check has hit the Raider Nation square in the melon. That's right. That and more here on show 553. Right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the beatdown in Beantown. I mean, please. It was interesting game. It was a game of uh, two quarters, really. We'll hit on that for sure because it has exposed our defense and our coaching, quite honestly. Next story will be, of course, the Bills are due in Vegas. The Bills always are due, but they're due to come to Vegas. And they ain't playing. They're 3-0. And they're a juggernaut thanks to their quarterback. We're going to hit on that too. The bone line should round this thing up. And then we can move on. Uh, (laughs) Whoever we got to move on to. Actually outside there are ashes falling like it's a a winter wonderland. Northern California again is ablaze. What a flippin' bummer it is see this happen again. Okay, let's get to it, shall we? Little Batters Raiders team entered Foxborough uh, with high hopes, uh, like their fan base, like me. I thought we would play much better. And the first quarter looked very promising, uh, seriously promising, because we held them. We held them to three three and outs right off the bat. Uh, but our offense could not do very much. Not getting into the red zone or getting into the red zone and not getting into the end zone has been a proverbial problem for the Raiders over the years. And this year, it seems like in this game, it came back to haunt us. The defense was exposed completely, uh, not to say that it was outplayed completely, because Abrams got an interception, Max Crosby had two sacks, Moreau got, nine, I think, nine tackles solo. So we had some good individual stories. But as a defense, after the first quarter, I don't know. Well, I can tell you what happened. Let me tell you what I saw as a fan in the first quarter of the game. I saw the Raiders playing hard. I saw the defense, uh, the offense wobbling. I saw a car pressured and happy feet city. I mean, one game he looks like a superhero. The next game he looks like a super zero. This is his year. As much as I want to complain about his play, He's either in or out this season. I think he'll be out if he doesn't improve his vision on the field because there was open receivers all game long. 
He cannot see the open receivers. I see them. Do you? Watch the game. Pause the game. Look at the field. If you could get the exact game picks uh, like the coaches get, you'll see open receivers for Derek Carr. And he just cannot see them, and I don't know why. He sees them sometimes. He doesn't see them other times. Obviously, they won the turnover thing, and they won in the situations. Uh, Obviously, on third down, all that good stuff. So uh, it was frustrating, uh, but at the same time, we come in at halftime, you know, after, you know, that, that we, man, we went two minutes, we spread them out, we went down the field, and then, you know, we, at halftime, we felt good about it, you know, and then coming out, uh, the, obviously, it got away from us. Derek, a couple of the guys have talked about this. What about this specific team uh, makes you confident next week you can put this aside and, and, and kind of face the adversity of this week by going on the next week? Oh, yeah, I mean, we're always confident, you know. What, what did you expect, you know, for New England to roll over after what, you know, happened last week? You know, they're going to come in here guns blazing. Coach said it all week. They're going to play their best game, and we better bring ours. And and we didn't play our best game, and we still made it a game. We still ran the ball efficiently. We still threw it when we could, when we wanted to, where we wanted to. Um, when they didn't, you know, take certain things away. I mean, we, we love the plan, so there's a lot of confidence there. We just didn't end up with the win. Enough about Derek Carr and his happy feet, his fumbling feet, his lack of, I don't know, maybe he's just physically incapable. Looking at the rest of the quarterbacks on Sunday, it was remarkable to see how he was so uh, afraid and afraid to make a decision. I mean, when you stand in the pocket and you turn three different directions before you choose one, That's indecisiveness in my mind. Enough about Derek Carr because, you know, it is what it is, and we're going to have him for the rest of the season regardless. irregardless. But this is his season. I just want to make that clear. If he doesn't make it happen this year, he needs to move on. End of story. Defense. The tide of this game changed after the first quarter when Belichick figured out that we were not covering the edge. We couldn't cover the edge. We couldn't close the edge. So they ran the ball for 250 embarrassing, beating, bruising yards. I don't know where Malik was. I don't know where Farrell was. I know Max was trying to get in there. I know probably Farrell was trying to get in there because every time we would try to rush the passer, we paid dearly in the run. It was gash and gash, not 5 and 10. It was 15, 20, 25-yard runs. And the worst part about this game is watching Cam the Ham Newton on the sideline, like a 13-year-old girl going back and forth and giggling and playing with his hair and, you know, acting like he's 15. But that's fine. Turnabout's fair play. I will see him in his sulking cam outfit in not too much, uh, not too much of a distant future. They're playing the Chiefs. It's over for the, the Rats after that, I believe. 
Now, granted, we're banged up. Ruggs got a knee, couldn't play. Edwards got injured during the game. He injured his knee. He was playing like a superman. He has great promise. Both these guys are necessary for us to move forward on the offense, obviously, because our quarterback has no one else to throw to. They bracketed Darrell Waller. I mean, they did a pretty good job of him, but he was open. (laughs) He was open. He was open many times. Let me put it that way. The quarterback just couldn't see it or didn't have enough confidence to throw the ball. He was afraid. Oh, gosh, that makes me so mad. I can hardly stand it. Listen, 250 rushing yards against our defense is just embarrassing. But kudos to Renfro. I mean, Edwards tried to make a go of it. Uh, Abrams, he's he's amazing. Our team is good. It's still good. It's getting better. Needs some work. I'm not saying all is doom and gloom, but in this game we were severely exposed, as you could see. But the players really responded, came out at halftime, and, uh, you know, just kind of took it as a 0-0 game or it's a three-point game. Um, you know, and played their best 30 minutes of football in the second half, which is what, what we needed uh, from all three units. So uh, that was... That was big for us, but that was a big response by the defense at halftime to just step up after that, you know, that disappointing drive at the end of the first half. They showed a lot of mental toughness and, and competitiveness and, you know, didn't get down about it. They just, you know, went back out there and responded to it. And that was, um, you know, that was really important for us. And there's another thing I'll tell you right now. Bent Brown or Trent Brown, the overpaid lineman that has been injured more than on the field Seems to me Belichick got over on us for that one, too, because we haven't seen the production we've paid for since that big man got into town. Your name is Bent Brown until otherwise you play. Incognito's been hurt, too, but he's 16 years in the league, young man. Give me a break. We've been hit with the injury bug, yes. But it's no excuse, man. we got to keep playing football. And 250 yards is unbelievably embarrassing. And the defensive coordinator should be absolutely, I mean, he should be, I don't even know he should get his ass chewed out because his game game plan was seriously flawed. And he had no, he had no answer for their run game. Zero answer. Didn't change a thing. They changed. They changed the way they attacked us. You could see it during the game, but our coaching staff is, well, they're lame. Our defensive coordinator, I don't even want to say his name. Uh, he's, He's starting off like he did last year. I know he doesn't have all the players in the world, but he's got to scheme a better game with what he has. We have some good players. I just don't think they're in a position to to make a successful run. Here, in this game, I think he was outcoached to the max. He didn't know what to do. Belichick turned him around and stuck his head in the toilet, and that's the last thing he remembers before the last whistle of the game. It was embarrassing, really. And you know the worst thing about it is all the pundits saying, oh, well, see, there they are. The old Raiders show up again. Just when we're getting some traction. Damn, I wish we could continue to make forward progress 
without these lapses. This was a lapse game. We got beat down. They manhandled the crap out of us after the first quarter. It's like another team came out. We controlled them for, I was like surprised. And then all of a sudden it was like they unleashed the Kraken and cracked their ass, literally. So terrible game. Terrible game called for sure. Our coaches should be ashamed. Even Gruden. Very, very vanilla offense. I I don't even know. I don't know. I know we could have played better. I know the players were not in a position to play. That's why Gruden said what he said about the effort. Because the effort was there, but the coaching was not. That's what he didn't say, but he didn't need to say it to me because you could see it. We fumble the ball in the red zone. We miss a field goal uh, that we should make. You know, we can't stop the run in the second half. There are some issues that uh, add up to a loss. Proud of our team for fighting. We're missing a lot of key players. Lost some more today. I do like the effort. And uh, looking forward to getting out of here and going back to Vegas. Congratulations to New England. Maybe next time, Raiders. We got the Bills coming into town, and that's going to be a buzzsaw. So we'll hit on that, too. But, um, yeah, severely exposed. Uh, we're injured. This is what happens to teams uh, when they're not quite there. We need people to step up and make plays. We need our quarterback to step up and not be a spaz. Because I'm tired of seeing Happy Feet Car. I'm really tired of that show. And that is all I have to say about that. The Bills are due, and they're coming to Vegas. (laughs) They're coming to the Death Star. Let's hope that's what it is on this game. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Raider Nation, let's go, let's go. Raider Nation, let's go, let's go. Raider Nation, Sunday, October 4th at 1.25 Pacific Time, the Las Vegas Raiders welcome the Buffalo Bills to the Death Star. (laughs) The 3-0 Bills are coming to town and they're not playing. Trust me. They are a serious 3-0 threat and they ain't playing. Their quarterback Josh Allen is a phenom. He is a almost a cookie cutter of John Elway in his prime. Big, strong, strapping quarterback could push defenders away, get away, make those throws, and bingo, run the football. This is the only kid in NFL history to have a thousand yards, ten touchdowns, two by runs in NFL history. He is hard to stop. He's tough to get down. And we're going to have our hands full with this entire team. They're 3-0, and they're kicking people's ass. John Brown, Stefan Diggs, and Cole Beasley are the weapons of the day 
for the Buffalo Bills. I mean, it's pretty fierce. They've got a great offensive line, and with Devin Singletary running the football, they ain't playing. And they run over people and pass over people and just keep moving, uh, you know, the ball down the field, just like you're supposed to for this game. Crazy team, and the defense ain't playing either. Trent Murphy, uh uh-uh. Vernon Butler, uh uh-uh. There's a bunch of guys on this team. Tremaine Edwards, you've heard the names. I mean, Tredarius White. You're going to have a hard time controlling the offense, and we must score on this defense, which is going to be incredibly difficult. Carr is going to be running for his life all day long if we don't get some of our injured players back during this game or before this game, for sure. The Buffalo Bills are real. they got a great coaching staff. Uh, They change, too. They're very good about adjusting during games. Watch it when they play us. If we start to do anything, they'll change uh, their entire uh, attack. You can see it in the way they play. Bills are not playing around. They're coming to Vegas. They mean business. It's a good challenge for the Raiders. I mean, we have one of the toughest schedules, if not the toughest, in the league. Trust me, we're having a tough four-game streak right now. This ain't playing. But if we can get a win or two in the next three games, it'll be looking okay. That's what I think. We have got to survive this next three-game route. <laughs> this route, not route, but route, um, because it's ugly. But, man, iron sharpens iron. Better get ready to play, next man up, and all those other phrases that are used in this game, because the Buffalo Bills will come and make business happen. I look for the Raiders to put up a better performance than it did in New England. They're in their own house for crying out loud. And there's really no excuses for them to have a terrible game. I'm not saying the Raiders are going to win because I didn't think they were going to win when I saw the schedule. But I will say this, we shall see how they play because that is ever more important at this phase of our transition of our team as we're moving forward, right? This is what I say. We're developing that team. We're developing a dominant team. We're almost there. We're not quite there. We need a few more pieces. But the pieces that are here need these games, and they need to get better during these games in order to show they they belong here. And they're going to be a part of the Raiders' future, which looks very bright still. I mean, I'm not trying to doom and gloom us, but, you know, we have work to do. This coaching staff knows it. The players know it, and we know it. But the staff better get it cracking. Uh, Gruden was out coaching this last game, and that was hard for me to see. Uh, There was no changes, not that I could see, and they couldn't do a damn thing about the 250-yard run. Run game of the rats. Ah, Don't get me started. I'll keep going. So the Bills, tough opponent. I believe they're going to win. I hope it's not an embarrassing win. 
But uh, we got to go play. We got to play hard and see what we can put out there on the field. We'll see then because it's coming pretty soon. Uh, go Raiders. I have all expectations that everyone will play their best game because I always do on every Sunday. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, let's get to it. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Call the bone line. Don't be afraid. You can make as many calls as you want. We'll pick the best one. Um, there's a lot of shy folks out there. Don't be shy. Be Raider fans, man. Call up. Tell us how you feel. That's the bone line, man. It's for you, not me. Trust me. This is my venting right here, as you can tell. So get on the bone line. Check it out. Let's see who's our first caller of the show. That would be Maddie Raider out of Albany, Albany, New York. What's up, my good brother? Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Raider Nation, it's Randy Raider, Albany, New York. I haven't called in a while. I just wanted to throw my bones in about the Saints game. What an epic game. Let me just rattle off a couple things I'm thinking about. The first thing I thought about is that was an absolute coaching clinic by John Gruden. Let's give him some credit for that. He completely outcoached Sean Payton, who I think is one of the better coaches in the league, uh, just top to bottom. I mean, the way he moved Waller around, he just had no answer. And the Saints defense is nothing to be sneezed at. So, uh, speaking of Darren Waller, he's got to be one of the top three tight ends in the league. He's up there with Kelsey, Zach Ertz. You know, what an unbelievable player. And same with Josh Jacobs right up there, top five running back in the league. And let's give props to our guy under center, Derek Carr. Dude was balling. He said he felt disrespected or some nonsense during the season. Like, you know, I know a lot of us feel, I mean, I love the guy, but I just felt like, hey, Derek, go out there and show him. And I thought he played magnificent Monday night. He outplayed Drew Brees. Um, I just thought it was just an epic game. Nobody gave us a chance, including that Raider-hating some bitch, Randy Moss. So we shut all the haters up. But there's a lot more games to be played. Got a tough one in New England this weekend. Would love to drive out there to watch it, but there's no fans here, so I'll enjoy it on the tube, as I'm sure you guys were. What a great way to start the season, man. First win in our new stadium. What a beautiful stadium it is, man. But I'm going to get off here and uh, give somebody else some time to call. Uh, I just wish Greg and Randy... You and your family is the best. God bless you guys. Um, thanks for all you do. We just love you guys. So thanks, and I'm out. Well, thank you for the call, brother. And yes, that was a great win. And that team played super well. The coaching was well. I was jazzed. I mean, I was looking for a better performance in New England, and that's why. Because of what we did at home against a pretty good team. I mean, a playoff-bound team for sure. So, yeah, that was a great win. I still feel good about that win. That's one I'll be looking at at this year as we move forward. Appreciate the call, brother, as always. And our next caller is the Jersey Boy Raider. What's happening, my good brother? 
Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the Jersey Boy Raider. <laughs> yeah, I'm back. And so are the silver and black. I got to tell you guys, that is the way, the perfect way to open up the Death Star. First and foremost, great week one win. Uh, like I said, Raider Greg, a little close. But in the heat, cross country, way to just fight through and win a game that a lot of times in the past we would have lost. So that was a very good first sign there on, on, on that first game to see that we could persevere and um, handle that adversity and get that W. Going into Monday night's game, I mean, what can you say? That was an amazing win. One of the best wins we've had in years. No one, and I mean no one, gave us a chance to win that game. Okay? I'm sure you all saw the pregame and all the hype with the stadium, but they all flattened that out real quick by everyone picking the Saints. And that's fine. The Raiders came out, and they believed in themselves. And I think this team is tired of being disrespected. And the one thing I'm going to carry throughout today and, and, and hopefully throughout the season is respect. It's time for the silver and black to be respected again and the Raider Nation. So with that being said, I'll say it was a great team win once again, even better than week one, but a great team win. You're looking at game balls. I mean, if I had to give one out to anyone, of course, Darren Waller. What an amazing performance. I, I love this young guy. And what a target for Carr. He feels very comfortable with him. And I know that's going to change. I mean, it's not like Carr's not spreading the ball around to 11 different receivers. It's unbelievable. The, the, the potential and the way that this offense is called and the way it is executed. I love it. And, and in my opinion, Carr, more on Carr later, he's, he's running it perfectly and executing it wonderfully. So looking at Jacobs, <clears throat> what a workhorse. I mean, this guy had another amazing game. He makes something out of nothing almost every time he touches the ball. And the fact that he just gets those yards after the contact. So a workhorse. Even looked a little banged up. But I just love his commitment and his drive and, and his will to win out there. So a uh, great game again by Jacobs. To have a running game like the, the fact, and even adding Booker now, uh, I know Rashard dropped one, but having a good running game, of course, as we know, opened up the pass game. Speaking of passing, Carr. I, look, I think Carr, in my opinion, you know, I've always been defensive of him, or I should say, uh, you know, a, a Carr fan. I think Carr is doing what we expect Carr to do in his seventh year in this system, third year. He's having a great couple of you know, early part of the season here, but I think the way he's running this offense is exactly what we expect. He looks great. He's throwing the ball right on the money. Um, look at the, his, con, his conversion rate on third down. I mean, we, look at, we went two for two on fourth down. I mean, I love the play calling. We need to continue that. I know everybody wants to see Carr throw the ball long, but right now we're kind of – we used to say take what we want, I think, I think what defenses tell you, you do have to kind of take what they give, and then I, I'd like to see this offense grow in the system. Ruggs, I think, is, is obviously going to be a great receiver. A little quiet. I'm not sure if he's hurt, but um, he's not really been a huge factor yet. Um, Edwards, nice ball player. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do as well. Renfro, nice receivers. Would you guys imagine if we did have a really legit number one wide receiver? I'm talking like a Michael Thomas, someone like that. Could you imagine? But I do love who we have, and that's who I want to go with. So, Ruggs, I hope he can be that guy. Uh, defense. Um, I thought the defense played really well against Breeze, and, and, and that team, I thought, much better than week one. Uh, do we have work to do? Absolutely. Need to get more pressure on the quarterback. I don't want to take too much time with that, but let's see how we do in week three. Let's see how we do week three with the defense. But we definitely have a lot of talent there, 
let's see it come together in jail. Guys, I think that was a statement win. And I can't say it enough that that was not only a statement win, but that was a, that was a game where the next day everybody said, wow, oh, hmm, Raiders won, beat the Saints, 2-0. and That's right, baby. So it's time to get respect and walk around with a little swagger. I think you can see it in Carr, guys. I don't know if you notice it. A little difference in Carr this year. I think he's tired of the you-know-what. And it's time for him to actually get respected by not only the league, by the Raider Nation, to get behind these players. And the last thing I just want to say is when we play like that, we can beat anyone. So I think the Raiders will win this week and set ourselves up nicely going uh, against Buffalo, I think, week four. But I think we can beat the Patriots. They're not, you know, the, the old Patriots. We can beat this team, especially with the way that we played on Monday night. Raider Greg, I am so excited right now for this team. I thought about Oakland so many times, guys. I really did. And I love Oakland. And, and Oakland's always going to be at home. Well, first, thanks for the call, brother. It's always good. And especially after a win, you got to call in and get excited. And I was excited, too, until this last game. <laughs> I have to reflect now, uh, listening to you guys call, of how exciting and great it was to win that game. And in your face, it was for everybody who thought we were going to lose. What a great victory. First game at the Death Star. I love it. Um, and the next game, well, you guys know exactly what happened there. But very exciting moments. Very exciting moments for our team. we got to keep those coming. we got to have some more games like that under our belt this season. I appreciate the call very much, my good brother. And our next caller is Alfonso. And he is from Mexico. Check it out. Calling Raider Nation podcast. I love it. <laughs> Thank you for calling, my good brother. What you got for us? Hey, Raider Nation, Raider Grave. Uh, what a great victory. I'm Alfonso from Mexico, and I uh, just wanted to give a call. And, well, first of all, uh, wishing the best for the Raider Nation and for Raider Grave. I, I hope who will keep fine during these crazy times. And for the next game, I hope we can get a victory. It will be tough. Everybody, Everybody's talking uh, crap about the Raiders. Everybody's talking about if the other team played bad or the mistakes of other team, but nobody gets, gives credit to the, to, the, to the Raiders. But anyways, uh, it's always like this. National broadcast here we are terrible everyone is cheering up for the other team but it's it's it keeps uh, some like a sweet victory after all the crap said anyways go raiders and hope everybody goes well thank you well thank you for the call my good brother and it's interesting to hear uh internationally how we're we're looked at uh, by the mexico sports media I guess not very well. And um, we're going to have to change that. The only way we're going to change that, my friend, is by winning. All these people giving us crap all over the world, not giving us a chance, has got to change only when we win. Winning cures everything. So let's start winning some games and so we can shut these piles up, will you please? Please, for the fans. Love the call, brother. Thank you so much, man. 
And our next caller is Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. You know him. I know him. I love him. Great Raider fan. And, uh, well, obviously he has seen this next game <laughs> or the last game we've, we played. <clears throat> what do you got to say for us, Chris? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. It's Raider Chris, Grant, Pennsylvania. Totally different tone of my voice, as you can tell, this week. And I'll tell you why. It's because this is a totally different team than what we saw in the first two weeks. And to be honest, the Patriots aren't even that good. We contained Scan Newton for most part. He was scared to run. The problem with us, other than our the defensive line up front, nobody on defense showed up. We had high hopes for Littleton. He's been a no, he's been a non-factor three weeks now. Abram, he's missing tackles left and right. Arnett's missing tackles left and right. Eric Harris is just running past people. Mullen is the only one that's showing any kind of heart on that defense outside of the, the front four. And as far as garbage goes, hey, guess what? He's back, guys. Yeah, he made a couple of decent passes, but he's overthrowing receivers or throwing it behind them or not being aware of what's around them so he gets sacked. He should know by now that we don't have our starting offensive line. He's got to be aware. He wants to be this leader. He wants to have respect. Give us something to give you respect for. This is a piss-poor performance. Piss-poor. 13 points against the Patriots? We're making Burkhead look like goddamn Tomlinson out here. This is ridiculous. Oh, I guess we'll get the Bills next week. So, yeah, this should be fun the next two weeks after this one. But what a piss-poor performance today. Piss-poor. I give it I give it to Nazib. I give it to Farrell, Crosby. Uh, but even Jacobs, he's not even looking right. I think that hip injury is, is just wearing him out. But, uh, yeah, Waller was a non-factor. They shut him out of the game. Uh, Moreau, thank God for him. But, yeah, Foster Moreau, thank you for him. Renfro, we gave up on him. I don't know what the hell we stopped throwing him the ball for. But, yeah, now we have Edwards out, so that's another receiver that's hurt. Let me cut this off because I can go on and on, but piss poor performance. Raider Nation, I'm out like that fat curling dodgeball. Well, there is the reality check from my reality checker, Raider Chris from Scranton, PA. Holds no punches, as he shouldn't. He's right. Now, like I said, Derek Carr, this is last year. This is his, his, this is his year to either stay here or be cut. Because I don't think we could put up with him for another whole season if this is how he plays. Listen, man, he is a veteran. He should be able to get out of the pocket. He should be able to know exactly what he said. It's time to go. The pressure's on. Throw the ball away. No. Holds the ball, takes the sack, loses the ball in the end zone. Great job, Derek Carr. From hero back to zero, I mean, what championship quarterback plays like this? My question of the week. Thanks for the call, brother. And next, out of Bakersfield, California, we have one of my favorites, casual Carmelo is in the house. What's happening, my good brother? 
Yo, what's up, Raider Greg? What's going on, Raider Nation? This is Casual Carmelo calling out of Bakersfield, California. Man, the game's still going on. It's about like a, a little less than a minute. I would say a minute and 12, actually. Um, just got to get a few things off my chest, man. We played great up until like maybe towards the end of the third quarter, somewhere around there where Burkhead went in there and scored the touchdown. But, you know, I think it falls on um, Gunther, man. We couldn't stop the run. We had no answer for the run. Again, we have a lot of young guys in the backfield, arm tackling, you know, like crazy. Um, we had no answer for the run. Derek Hard played great. Um, no turnovers, 200 and something yards. We didn't get beat by Cam Newton, first of all. We got beat by the run. And I think we beat ourselves in that because we had no answer for the run. Gunther didn't get our guys uh, in a position to be better off against the run. And a lot of our guys were just, you know, trying to arm tackle. You can't arm tackle these guys. Burkhead's built like a fullback, or it, he might be a fullback. He's, I don't think he's just a regular running back. But, you know, our team did well. We, we did very good. He, Cam Newton didn't pass, you know, all over us. We, we you know, defended the pass well. Um, the offensive line, you know, kind of gave up a, a little bit of pressure on, on Carr late in the game. Um, you know, but that's going to come with that because we're missing a few dudes, you know, to injury on the line. And playing against a good team and Belichick, he's going to take advantage of that. He's going to try to, you know, create those mismatches and, and get pressure on there get pressure on the quarterback and see if these guys who are not typically, you know, offensive line guys are play that side. He's going to make them step up to the challenge. And, you know, um, I still think we're a great team. I still think, you know, Raiders are pretty damn good from considering where we've been in the past. Um, the defense just needs to get smarter, faster, um, because they need to turn into veterans. There's not a veteran leader on that team. Um, you know, more or less, they're just young. You know, they got to stop arm tackling, they, especially the, the uh, DBs. But, you know, I think we played great. Disappointing, man. I, I would really have loved to have gotten this win to be 3-0 and and going home and playing the Bills. And hopefully we can take that, man. I, they're a young team too, but I think, you know, with Carr playing the way he's playing right now, he can manage that game. We need to give Jacob some rest and mix in all our other, other running backs, um, Richard and, and, you know, everybody else. We need to mix mix some Booker in and out. we got to shuffle him in and out and, you know, give some rest to Jacobs. They shut down Waller. Um, but I think we had an overall good game with just a few things, penalty downfield, uh, offensive lineman downfield, uh, holding, you know, those things kind of killed drives. We could have easily been up 14-0 in, in the beginning, or actually 14-3. But, you know, it is what it is, man. Um, you know, Raider till I die, you, you know what it is. Yeah, just give me your thoughts, man. I mean, it's everybody sees things differently. Everybody, you know, views things differently and catch certain things. So I don't want to take up too much time, man. But, you know, this is Casual Carmelo out of Bakersfield, California. And you know what it is, Raider Nation. Keep your head up. We're all right. Wait. That is a great call, bro. Great call. And it's a great call because it shows the flip side. Yes, we are moving in a positive direction. We have better players that are younger and are going to get better as we grow. Like I've said from the beginning of the year. We're not going to the Super Bowl this year, but I just want us to get better. Now, this last game, I don't think Carr, <laughs> I don't think Carr played well at all. 
I think he played scared the entire game. And it just got worse towards the end. We had a lot of guys trying to do too much. And a lot of guys not doing what they're supposed to do, which happens when you start to fall apart in the end of the middle of the game, towards the end of the game, third quarter-ish. Um, and Gunther, I just, <laughs> what what does he need? He needs more? His defense was good for the first quarter, and then he lost it completely after Belichick did an adjustment. One adjustment. One adjustment. They were doing crack blocks. They were blocking left side, right side instead of moving forward. They changed the way they played. And then they ran 250 yards on us. There's no excuse. That's coaching, bro. That's a lesson in coaching from Belichick to Gunther. Master to pupil. Thank you very much. <laughs> let's hope we learn. And we hope let's hope the whole team learns. It's a learning year, except for Carr. And our next caller from Wisconsin, he is the Cheesehead Raider. <laughs> I love that handle. What's up, brother? Raider Greg. Raider Randy, Raider Nation. This is the Cheesehead Raider calling from Wisconsin, uh, watching the Raiders get uh, slapped around. Oh, two-minute warning. Oh, there goes Renthro just scored a touchdown. Um, I know a lot of people, perhaps, I shouldn't say this, but we're going to blame Carr for this loss. Um, you know, he fumbled the ball in the end zone. They scored a touchdown on the sack. Um I'm going to put this all on John Gruden and his conservative play calling. Why is it that before halftime and now here at the end with more than two minutes, he can open up the playbook and we can throw the ball over the, the field? Why was that all the rest of the game? Why is it his conservative run, run, run? And I love running the ball, pounding it down the opponent's throat, wearing them down. But there comes a point in time where you need to be a little bit more aggressive and you need to throw that ball down the field. And they're showing it here before the end of the game. Showed it that can do it before halftime. I don't know. Buffalo's coming up next week. We'll have to see what happens, see who we really are. All right, this is Cheesehead Raider, and I am out. Very good call, brother. A lot of good points there for sure. I. Definitely blame the defensive coordinator way more for this loss. But Gruden is that way. He's been conservative, too conservative all year, I think. I think you better open this shit up like right now because he'll never know the possibilities of Carr unless he lets them do the things that he wants them to do. And if it doesn't work out, well, you know what? Maybe it wasn't meant to. But I totally agree. I think uh, we got to be a little bit more creative in the coaching process. Appreciate the call, brother. And our next caller needs no introduction. However, he will get one. He is the prez. He is the positive prez. Except sometimes, well, games like this, what can you say? What is happening, my good brother? 
Hello and late evening to the Raider Nation. This is the Somber Prayers. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. What more can we say than what happened today? We're going to have to change up the scheme. The defense, especially the linebacks that can't tackle, we could have really had this game. It wasn't like they were just, you know, just icing their veins and stuff like that, but we just fell flat. At some point in time, Gruden is going to have to let us, that car does what he does best. We need to air that damn ball out. We got the wide receivers. We can't keep doing dink and dunk plays. We can't keep throwing the damn ball to Jacobs all day. It's like, Christ, man, do you know anything else better than that? They're going to be anticipating that. You can't keep throwing the ball to Waller. And, you know, if that's the case, why the hell do we have our receivers from? You're going to have to go deep. That's the Raiders game. Go deep. Throw the ball. Wear those corners out. Have their ass gasping for air all day. Mix it up some. Christ, man. You're running that ball, and these guys, they just, man, just, we just can't do that. The schedule doesn't get any easier. We got these harder quarterbacks. I don't think it's no surprise, no whatever. They just put all those guys and just have them waiting for us, though. But it is what it is. But I do know one thing, and I do know one thing for sure, that um, it's not to get better. And I hope that the Red Nation hang on. It's a tough, brutal schedule. We uh, gave it a fight. Like I said, we fell flat. A little too much conservative, if you ask me. All this conservative shit has got to stop. We got to go out there and find some linebackers that can fit our scheme. Maybe we might get lucky and do like when we had Arden Key you know, and the other guy. We some guy sitting there and he just fit in and there it goes. But the defense is going to have to like wake the hell up. It's not just one person. All came up short. This is the Prez. Have a good evening. Later. That's a realistic call, brother, because we did come up short. Everybody. Um, but there's enough blame to go around. A special teams did pretty good. They played well, I think. Um, I got to give them kudos. Exception of the missed field goal. Uh, we were okay. <laughs> we're just learning. It's a young team, man. That's what we have to keep in our head. We want all, We want it all, but it's a young team and they're learning. So... We're going to have to take these bruises. And trust me, they're taking them worse than we are. It's just some of the veterans I'm concerned about. And our next caller is the B-Town Raider. He's coming out of Bakersfield. What is happening, my good brother? B-Town Raider here, coming out of Bakersfield, California. I haven't called in a while. Had to wait a couple hours before I called in because that game... Anyways, um, just going to click on it. I just want to let everybody know, just relax. Yeah, the game was a punch in the face the first half. I mean, it's okay, yeah, okay, we're hanging in. And then second half, it looked like we didn't make any adjustments. And we just got beat, beat out coached in all three phases. Um, yeah, I'm hearing my other Raider fans talking about the refs, the refs. I mean, come on, missed tackles, arm tackles. I mean, we just got beat by a good team with a great coach. Relax, guys. One minute, you guys are praising Derek Carr. The next minute, you guys are throwing him under the bus. Our biggest weakness sometimes is 
our own fans. But you know what? Tomorrow, I'm still going to be wearing my Raider gear. Yeah, it hurts. We've been losing a lot the last 15 years. And I hate it. I absolutely hate losing. And I'm not going to – there's nothing to look good on from yesterday's game or from today's game, sorry. It's just We just got beat. Let's learn from it, guys. I mean, 16-game season, who thought we were going to be undefeated? Anyways, let's bounce back, baby. Beat Town Raider out. I love that flipping call, bro. I want everyone to listen to that again, if you can. Because it really puts things into perspective. We're Raider fans. And I am too. I mean, I'm, I, <laughs> trust me, I paint the bullseye on who I need to. But at the same time, this is my team, this is our team. And the last thing we want is a loss. Um, you know, yeah, everyone has an opinion. I do. I'd still say the same thing. Like I've said from the beginning, we're growing. We're a good young team. It's going to get better. It's going to get better. But the weaknesses that we see as we go through this season, which nobody thought was going to be a a, a 16-0, and 0, but what we see as we go through the season are, are the weaknesses where we have to shore it up for next season. And, you know, play calling, coaching is a huge part of the game. And I just cannot believe that after the half, we had no answer for the run. I just can't even believe it. Because they were just gashing us. But maybe we need more players. Either way, nobody is jumping ship. I think that's the funniest phrase ever when it comes to our team. That is the funniest thing. Because I just have never heard it. The Raider Nation doesn't go anywhere else. It just doesn't. Because that's who we are. And our next caller is Ruben. From North Carolina, what do you got for us, my good Raider brother? What's up, Raider Greg? <clears throat> Raider Nation, good morning. This is Ruben from North Carolina calling in. Well, here we are on a Monday morning after a devastating loss, a humiliating loss, like we lost to the England Patriots this past weekend. Um, you know, there's a lot to say about the cheater in charge in New England, but damn, he just out-coached Gruden and his staff yesterday. I mean, how in the heck do you go <clears throat> in the second half, use all your timeouts before, you know, halfway of the, the fourth quarter, and you still dominate and not worry about time management? This guy was playing chess, and we were playing checkers. Let's just put it that way. There's no way other, other way to explain it, but... He just put on a master class on how to on how to out plan and out wait and out scheme a team when you, you don't have first class talent like most other teams have. I mean the guy's done it his whole career and you know, my hat's off to him. That that what he did yesterday was just incredible. Um <clears throat> he's got a bunch of no names. He doesn't have any football stars like most other teams have and how a majority of Raider Nation clamor over the big name stars that come to come to the team and underperform. This guy, you know, Belichick, he just takes any guy off the street and, and plugs him in. I mean, think about it. If, if anybody wants to game, okay. the Patriots had eight players opt out because of COVID, not to mention all the other players lost due to free agency. 
And look at the way they're playing. It's incredible. You know, Cam Newton, he wasn't a big factor, but you take a guy like Rex Burkhead and he scores three touchdowns. I mean, I've never heard a guy's name until I watched one of the Super Bowls that the Patriots played in. We, the Raiders have a long way to go. Um, yeah, you know, it was a lot of excitement because we beat the Patriots, not the Patriots, but the, the Saints and the Panthers. You know, there's a lot of excitement. Um, but we got a lot of work on defense. So much work. I'm, I'm tired of, you know, going after these big names um, and, and in free agency, and they're not turning out anything. I want some football players. I don't want fo- football stars. I want football players, meaning they're going to come in, they're going to tie up their bootstraps and and get to the field and punch the other offense in the mouth. That's what I want on defense. Like Al Davis said, you hit the quarterback and you hit him hard. We don't have guys like that right now. So, you know, there's a lot of excitement in the first two games. And yesterday was a bit of an eye-opener that we're still not ready yet. But – you know, the future is bright. I'm not even going to put this uh, loss on on any player on the team. This, this is all on coaching. Um, you know, Sean Payton's a good coach. He schemes well. He's got Drew Brees. And we're able to out, out-coach out Sean Payton. So, um, you know, that says a lot. But, you know, we've got Andy Reid coming up. And... Just imagine what he's going to do to our defense after what Bel- Belichick did to our defense. It's going to be a, a bloodbath. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. But, I just, you know, I'm just being real. You know, me, Ray, Greg, I always call me and I, I try to give the truth. And uh, just like you do, you know, you, you and I, I agree with a lot of your takes. and um, I'm just keeping it real. Let's just hope that uh, we go into Kansas City this week and Derek Carr finally gets that, that monkey off his back and get that win that he desperately needed just to silence the critics a little bit. But it's going to be a tough one. I think we're going to have to go out there and score over 100 points just to keep up with that variety of the offense that you know, the Queens have. So here's on to uh, the next game. Stay safe, everybody. Wear a mask. Use hand sanitizer. Keep your uh, social distancing. You know, let's try to take care of this pandemic, but try to do every little bit that we can in our part. You know, we're all Americans. We're all in this together. Uh, On that note, Greg, I'll talk to you guys later, and go Raiders. Wow, that was a really good call. Super good call. I love the take. I mean, who's going to argue with a coaching difference? I <laughs> I was blown away about the lack of adjustments. It was like you were just it was like you have I have eight plays on this piece of cardboard here and I'm just going to run those plays over and over and over again and say the same things over and over and over again to the tune of 250 rushing yards. Yeah, we got out coached big time. I hope this was a lesson. And that's, I, I tell you, that's why the coach said that he was impressed with the effort of the team. See, when you're impressed with the effort of the team, when a coach says that, he's saying, it was me. I, I should have done better 
for my team. That's what he's saying. I'm telling you. So, yeah, we got a ways to go. We're not the juggernaut. I think we're in a, a real good spot, though, bro. I really do with the salary cap and who we are, how young we are, and how fast we're learning. I think we got a good chance to grow into a contender next year. You know, if Derek Carr can stop, you know, doing what he's doing, as far as happy feet, he's got to learn how to deal with pressure, this guy. Don't get me started. But that's one place we might need to change. I don't know. But I tell you this, something's got to change before the next game with the Bills. That's for sure, bro. Okay, bro. Thanks for the call. And last but never least, my very good friend, Raider Mike. Hey, brother. Love the call. Let's hear it. What do you got for us? Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Mike. Give me a call because I'm watching this uh, Monday night game against the Chiefs and Ravens and watching the Chiefs basically just uh, – Railroad the Ravens. Well, the Ravens are trying to put up a little fight, but uh, I wanted to say, hey, man, I called you before the season. I told you that um, the Raiders' defense wasn't uh, built up this offseason the way it should. I've been screaming for a defensive tackle for God knows how long, and you know what? It showed. It showed, man. We play a, a, a legitimate team, and look what happened, man. 250-plus running yards on us. Uh, pathetic. Pathetic. And look at Derek Carr, man. You really think he's going to take us to the promised land? He's in year seven, dude. Year seven. The two quarterbacks we're watching tonight on Monday Night Football, they got two years or less on their uh, resume. One of them's got a Super Bowl ring. Probably going to get another one this year. And the other guy looks like, you know, he's going to be a promising quarterback in the NFL. I mean, but he made it almost to the AFC title game, or he did make it to the AFC title game. Can't remember because I don't really care. But, hey, man, I got to say, until we get a defensive tackle um, and a pass rush, you know, don't really expect too much because our receivers aren't anything to write home about. And uh, we got a great running back and a great tight end. And we got a head coach that's conservative. And uh, his uh, philosophy is uh, outdated. Also, the real reason why we lost is three for nine on third down. Not going to get it done, man. Just not going to get it done. Well, three fumbles lost. Um, yeah, I said what you want about Carr. Two TDs. Well, one of them was in garbage time. So really, one TD. But excuses are for losers, Greg. Don't forget that. Anyway, hope you're doing well. And um, like I said, 9-7, maybe 10-6. One and done in the playoffs at best. Later. I love the call, man. You come out with all the facts. Mike, you never come unarmed. And I got to hand it to you for that. And you got great points. Car seventh year. And I said last season, I said it should be over this year because they gave him enough to work with. Yeah, our wide receivers aren't like anything to write home about yet. But I think by the end of the year, people are going to notice 
rugs. I think they're going to know uh, our receivers are good, and they're going to have to worry about them way more than they do now. We have a young team. We do have a good core group of players in our running back and our tight end. we got a few good tight ends. we got some good defensive players, too. I like um, Arnett is a good pickup. He's a good player, man. He will really blossom this year as well. Yeah, we're not where we are. If we get nine wins, I said ten too, but ugh, I don't know the way we're playing. We got to pull it out. We were out coached too. Players, one thing, but we got seriously out coached. And I agree with you. Gruden is beyond his time. That's why I think Greg Olson should get his ass out of here. It's time for him to leave too. Because you need to bring someone in here with some ute. You know, you got to bring in some utes. got to bring in some modern football savvy. Because I'll tell you what, man, the Chiefs, uh, the Ravens, uh, there's a bunch of teams out there. The Texans. I mean, if you look at the direction of the NFL, it's moving that direction. And we don't have that. We don't have anything close to that. The pocket passer seems to be going the way of the dodo bird and and we're locked in a 1980s offense. Um we got to step it up on this coaching and the defense too, bro. We got some players, but we have to have some better coaches cuz look at Belichick, bro. He's got nobody and he makes them into somebody. Now how do you do that? You do that with great coaching. So I'm watching that the rest of the season, too, because that's a real important part of our team, not just the players. We have to observe the totality of the organization and whether it's going forward correctly or not, just not the players. And I agree with that. Great call, bro. Call back again. Well, that will wrap it up for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. I appreciate you listening. Remember, this is the longest-running professional sports podcast ever before ESPN before ABC Sports before everybody else got into the podcast game the Raider Nation had a voice and it was us (laughs) I love it I am Raider Greg better things are ahead folks we're going in the right direction just watch our team grow because it's a great thing to do it's going to get better I'm Raider Greg And I am finally out.